Hey there, and welcome to Bustin' Out of Breast Cancer, the show that has us straight talking about surviving and thriving breast cancer with health and fitness using the SMILE method. I'm Shannon Bros, your host for the show. I'm also a breast cancer survivor and fitness professional specializing in cancer exercise. The purpose of this show is really to just help other breast cancer patients and survivors take back control over their lives to become the best version of themselves by educating, empowering, and inspiring you throughout your cancer journey and beyond. Welcome back. All right, today we're going to talk about how we told our nine-year-old daughter about my breast cancer diagnosis, as well as what steps were taken once I got my diagnosis. What doctors did I see? What questions did I ask? What should I have asked? What should I have done? The importance of being your own advocate on your journey, as well as the importance of cancer and exercise leading up to my surgery and into my recovery. All right, but before I get into that, I just wanted to give you kind of a guideline as to how the show is going to go down. All episodes will be released on Fridays because it's Fun Pan Friday, and I really want you to be able to have the time to listen to this podcast, either when you're at home relaxing on a Friday night or on a Saturday morning drinking your coffee and just being able to really take it in. I want to be able to be with you throughout the weekend so I can help empower and inspire you to become a better individual each and every day. Each show will probably be around 20 to 30 minutes. It's not going to be all me talking. You're welcome. I will be doing interviews with some amazing medical and fitness professionals, as well as other survivors that are going to be able to share their inspiring stories and how health and fitness really played an important role in their leading up to surgery as well as recovery. How we told our daughter, Briley, that I had breast cancer. Well, she knew I was going to several doctor's appointments, which is not normal for me. And she was aware that something was wrong. And we've always been very transparent in our family about everything that is going on with us. It was a Sunday morning and my husband and I decided that this was going to be the day that we were going to talk to her about it. She was nine years old. She had taken it upon herself that morning to go downstairs and she was going to start to make breakfast for all of us. We went downstairs and my husband and I started talking to her. And I said, baby girl, you know how mommy's been going to all these doctor's appointments? Yes. Well, it turns out that I have breast cancer. She just looks at me, nine years old, not really sure what that means. I said, but the good news is they're going to be able to go in, do surgery, and take it out. She said, well, that's great. I said, of course it's great. The bad news is I'm not going to be able to lift anything or do anything, so I'm really going to need you to pull it together and really help me out around the house. Her comment was, so do I get to do your hair and makeup? Yes, baby girl, of course you do. Of course you can do my hair and makeup. So I say to her, do you have any questions? Is there anything that you want to ask me? She says, no. Would you like your eggs scrambled or dunky? <laughs> Leave it to a nine-year-old kid to just ask that question, right? Now it starts all the doctor's appointments. I went to my first doctor's appointment, which was with my general physician. She proceeded to go over my test results and tell me which doctors I needed to see next which included a general surgeon, a plastic surgeon, radiologist, and oncologist. As I mentioned before, my diagnosis was DCIS high grade, which was ductile carcinoma in situ. It was 90% estrogen driven and 40% progesterone driven. Unfortunately and fortunately, I had had several friends already go through breast cancer and they were able to guide me with medical team and questions going through my own journey. Well, there are pros and cons to referrals. And I'll just say that this one wasn't necessarily a success, but I'm not going to say it was the worst thing on earth because at the end of the day, I really feel like everything happens for a reason. So you are put in certain situations at certain times for certain reasons. 
I went to my first appointment, which was with Dr. Shapiro, and he was going to be my general surgeon. We went over the test results, discussed everything that needed to happen from there, which was seeing additional doctors like plastic surgery, oncology, radiation, to further discuss my plans. Dr. Shapiro was amazing in discussing with me all of my options and leaving it up to me. So that included getting either a lumpectomy with radiation, or I could go for a single mastectomy, or I could go for a double mastectomy. We went over the pros and cons of all of them. And at the end of the day, I just asked, if I was your daughter or your wife, what would you suggest they do based on my diagnosis and my high grade? Ultimately, the decision is mine. I went to, I'm not going to name the doctor's name that was my radiologist because I ended up firing him. He was an arrogant, pompous doctor if I had ever seen one. Complete opposite of Dr. Shapiro, so I didn't know what I was getting myself into. He said, well, based on your diagnosis, that you should just go ahead and get a lumpectomy with radiation and, and then take tamoxifen for the next five years. Hmm. Not really something that I was interested in, and it clearly didn't even sound like it was a discussion. It sounded like he was just dictating to me what I was going to have to do. And this, my friends, is where I say you really need to be your own advocate and take your health into your own hands. Do your own research, get second opinions, ask all the questions that you want to ask, because the way I look at it is big pharma, deep pockets, and you're just a number. I left there somewhat disgusted and kind of annoyed at the fact that I felt like I was in the mercy of his hands and his opinion. Thank God Dr. Shapiro called me that night. And he wanted to see how the appointment went and also asked me if I would be interested in the specific test. It was called an Oncotype DX test. It basically helps doctors figure out a woman's risk at early stage estrogen receptor positive breast cancer coming back, as well as a woman's risk of DCIS coming back, and also for a risk of new invasive cancer developing in the same breast. So game on. That to me was going to be the deciding factor, which way I went in regards to surgeries, whether I was going to get a lumpectomy single mastectomy or double mastectomy. And honestly, I wasn't really interested in the lumpectomy, radiation, and tamoxifen because I didn't want to put all those chemicals into my body, as well as suffer the ridiculous side effects that come along with radiation. Fast forward to my test results when they actually came back at a score of 56 for my rate of reoccurrence on a scale of 0 to 100. Therefore, I was not interested in doing a lumpectomy, radiation, and tamoxifen. I said, straight up, you can take these girls. I am not interested in going through another breast cancer scare. At this point, I was already 45, so I knew I wasn't having any more kids. So I said, you can have the girls. I'm just going to throw a disclaimer out there. I'm not telling you to take my advice on what I did. I'm simply saying that it's important for you to be your own advocate and make sure that you do your own research and make sure that you take care of you and do what's best for you, not just because one doctor says so. Can you guess how the appointment went with the oncologist? (laughs) Like a fart in church. Sorry if that's inappropriate, but for real. I went back there with my own notes, my own thought process, and I proceeded to let him know that I was not going to follow through with his recommendation of a lumpectomy, radiation, and tamoxifen, and I was going to go for the double mastectomy. He didn't seem too happy with my decision, but at the end of the day, I didn't really care. I said, well, that's my decision. And he said, so you're not going to go through with the lumpectomy? I said, no, I'm not. He said, okay. I said, then we're, we're done here. You're done with my $40 copay? He said, yes. I said, all right, great. Have a great day. That Oncotype test result came back on August 14th. So I don't know if you remember, but July 13th was my diagnosis and my Oncotype test came back on August 14th, which now leads me into my next appointment of finding a plastic surgeon who in this circle of doctors that I was referred to, I ended up firing him as well, but that's down the road. I just want to be honest. 
sometimes making your own decisions based on your own health journey and your body doesn't really jive with other people's opinions of what they think that you should do. I found this out the hard way. I knew once I was diagnosed that I wanted to document my journey, not only for my daughter to have when she gets older, but also to empower and inspire other breast cancer patients and survivors. I mean, that's what we're here for, right? To help each other out. So I made a video in regards to my diagnosis and where I was thus far in my journey. And I actually had a family friend respond on a comment on the video saying, this is not a way to get a boob job or something along those lines. I can't remember the exact words, but trust me, I documented it. I thought, are you kidding me? Like, I want to get a boob job. Who wants to have their boobs chopped off just to get a boob job? I'm fairly certain at 45 years old, if I really wanted to get a boob job, I would get a boob job. So note to self, don't ever say that to anybody who's going through breast cancer. Moving right along in this process of getting ready for a double mastectomy, I met with the plastic surgeon, did all my pre-op test. Two days prior to surgery, I went back to the plastic surgeon to get um, written up, uh, whatever they call it. It's a, uh, they mark you up. So I came out of there literally looking like two baseballs. Like the way they, they draw you up, it literally gave a brand new meaning to second base. Sorry if that's inappropriate, but I really had to make light of the situation because it was kind of comical. I just want to pull this Ferrari off to the side for a second and get a little bit off, off track here. But one thing that happened that really changed and transformed my life and really led me to believe that everything happens for a reason and that honestly, my diagnosis of breast cancer was my purpose and my passion colliding. About a week and a half to two weeks after I got diagnosed, I had a friend call me who had just taken a job with the American Cancer Society. I had worked with him several times on numerous different charity occasions and events. And he said, hey, I just got this job with American Cancer Society and we have this event coming up called Making Strides Against Breast Cancer and I really need your help on it. Do you think you could help me? I said, of course, what, what, what do you need me to do? I said, ironically, I was just diagnosed with breast cancer. Crickets. He had no idea that I was just diagnosed. I didn't know what I was getting into. I thought I was just doing the right thing. He replies back to me, shocked, naturally, and tells me not to worry about it, but if I would like to participate with the team, by all means, please come out. I am proud to say I have spent the last three years as a participant with the Making Strides Against Breast Cancer Walk, as well as two years as the event chair for that walk. It has been super rewarding and very exciting to be able to participate with this charity. All right, back on track. I can honestly tell you that leading up until my double mastectomy, I wasn't even scared. I, I, I kind of feel like I was in denial. So I just went about my day exercising, eating right, doing all the things you're supposed to do to stay healthy, right? Which incidentally played a huge part in my recovery and getting ready for surgery and making sure that my body was prepared for surgery because that's a big thing that you're going under. I mean, obviously exercise has proven to help you be stronger physically, emotionally, and psychologically. But not only that, it helps lower the risk of breast cancer by 30 to 40% than somebody who's just sedentary. Estrogen is a huge female hormone that plays a key role in breast cancer. And that hormone is produced in the fat cells and exercising helps to lower that fat and other cancer factors such as insulin. So if I had one thing for you to take away right now, if you are not exercising right now, please start. Even if you just start with walking around the block or walking up and down your stairs a few times, it really is gonna help you overall in your health. I literally trained every single day up until my surgery where the last day, which was September 21st, 2017, it was my last day training before my surgery. I like to call it my old me, 
but at the same time, I don't feel like this is a new me. I still feel like I'm the same person. I'm just a better version of myself. Two days prior to surgery when I got marked up is pretty much when it started to hit me that this was real. The night before was when it really got real. I literally came home from work, poured myself a glass of wine. I went upstairs by myself. My entire family was downstairs. My parents came into town to help me and I couldn't talk to anybody. I just had to process all of this because I was scared to death. I was scared to death about anesthesia. Like I was scared that I wasn't going to wake up. That was my biggest fear. I wasn't scared about the double mastectomy so much. I was more scared that I wasn't going to wake up and I wasn't done being a mom. I wasn't done being a wife. And I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know if I wanted to go to sleep or if I just wanted to go to sleep and never wake up. Like I had so many mixed feelings. I went to sleep and woke up the next morning and I sobbed hysterically for probably a solid 20 to 30 minutes with my husband and my daughter. And I knew that this was the day. This was the day that it was happening. My life was changing and this was real. Knowing that I didn't have a choice at this point, I pulled it together like I always do. I put on my fun pants, which happened to be pink breast cancer pants, and put on my freaking pink cape and off to the hospital I went. This was it. There was no turning back. And I just had to face that this is where life is changing. Simon Sinek said it best when he said, the test of who you really are is not when everything is great, but when everything is wrong. Tragedy doesn't form or change your why. Tragedy gives you an opportunity to live your why because it makes you think everything else in the world is stupid. Tragedy pushes you into your why, not away from it. And honestly, my why has never changed. My why has always been to change the world one smile at a time, just to make the world a better place and to make everybody feel like they're living their best life ever. And I just want to leave a legacy for Briley to know that I really did everything I possibly could to try to change the world by focusing on helping others become a better version of themselves, to share my story, to empower and inspire others to do the same. What I really hope you get from this episode is that it's okay to take back control of your life and make your own decisions. Be your own advocate in your own health journey. I mentioned that I wanted to assist you in your own journey by providing you some questions to ask your doctors and maybe things that you didn't even know. You know, the things that you didn't know that you didn't know. I'll go ahead and provide that link into the show notes and hopefully that will help you in your journey as well. Next week, we're going to get into my surgery day, what happened after surgery, what the hospital lost, and what doctor I fired next. Because yes, I was taking control of my own destiny, my own journey. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode has somehow changed your life with a smile and has empowered you or inspired you to become a better version of yourself. If you like this podcast, please go ahead and subscribe and let me know your thoughts. Until then, live well, laugh often, and love much.